Come on, man. Happy Friday, Patriots. Welcome to the Patriot Review, episode 155, called Big Brother, Small Business. Today, we're going to take a little bit different slant on things and look at uh, the financial world and especially small business, but uh, some some good advice for everybody, I guess, because uh, Joe Lombardi is going to be with us. He's the, the managing partner of Ironhawk Financial. So we're going to go over that. And then at the last segment, I am going to show you the video I promised. Oh, I don't know how many episodes uh, back. I did uh, I did a replay of one of my interviews with Dr. Bill Warner. And um, he, he is the founder of Political Islam. You can check out that website. Um, anyway, he put together, almost a decade ago, he put together an awesome video showing the Crusades versus the um, jihad and so we're going to look at that and uh, just talk about the attack on christianity uh, that we're seeing run rampant um, in our whole world not just in america but our whole world today so let's take a look at some of the news now i know you will be shocked at this but did you know that scientists exaggerated the climate change threat? Some to get punished, obviously. But then what happened after that is the political class grabbed a hold of that issue. And you remember, maybe you remember, if you were a Fox News watcher back when it was actually fairly good, uh, O'Reilly was still on and he had information about somewhere between 1,500 or 1,200 to 2,000 emails that were exchanges between scientists and many of them that were the original, I guess, um, alarm bell ringers, if you will, the hockey stick uh, charting that said we were all going to die by whatever 2020 or whatever it was, 2018. Uh, that never came, of course, just like the Ice Age in the 70s never came. And uh, they've done this repeatedly. And of course, everybody cares about the environment, but um, this is a common thread throughout this. And the left is very good at taking this, exaggerating this, and and uh, being gloom and doom with their prophecies about what's going to happen to us if we don't if we don't um, you know give give up all of our uh, vehicles and and uh, not eat beef anymore and reduce the population of cattle and all this crap, as you know. Um, but, you know, one of the things that's happening is even though we have news like this and we have stories like this, at the same time, we have stories like this one coming to the U.S. The U.K. Climate Committee pushes people to stop heating their homes at night to save the planet. So here we go again. 
It says a panel charged with developing solutions to help achieve the net zero standard for carbon emissions as some cold words for British households. So they're calling for families to undergo a behavioral change this winter and not heat their homes in the evenings, uh, saying they can preheat their homes, right? And then of course, just pile on blankets. Now, a lot of us do this anyway and just reduce the temperature, but it always kills me when we have the, the climate kooks in this country and the left in this country pointing at us and saying that we're fascists. How much more fascistic does it get than to control the temperature of a person's house or to control the amount of electricity they can use or to control, for that matter, the size of their soft, their soft drink or to control the number of beers they have in a week? I mean, the fascism and the hypocrisy can't be lost on you. And the even though we have, I'll give you other examples, even though we have proof that the elections were stolen. We still have the lying narrative saying that we're kooks, saying that uh, Trump is an insurrectionist and all this BS that we all know is is just BS. So again, we have these comparisons in this one, climate change. But as you know, the comparisons, the hypocrisy is, is deep and it's, it's the uniparty. It's not just the left. Uniparty. So everybody's jumping on board. If you notice Al Gore, you know, with the climate in particular, jumps on board, yet he builds his huge huge mans mansions and talks about California sliding into the tr into the ocean, but he, he uh, builds his, his mansion or buys his mansion in California. They fly on their private jets and yada, yada, yada. It's all profiteering. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. One of the only things that can change it is that the narrative changes. And to that end, you remember I had Sam Anthony on, and he has a, a website called Your News, which is cool because it is both local and national. So I've begun posting my shows there, but uh, he has a unique, a unique take on how the news should be delivered. Excuse me, I'm having coffee. I need it. <laughs> So, so yeah, so we got this uh, point counterpoint. We have facts, like I said, on uh, the election. We have facts on the COVID so-called virus. We have facts on the so-called vaccine. We have facts on the fact that they punished people, doctors, pharmacists, for issuing ivermectin, for giving that out, even though we knew it was a cure. And, uh you know, it's um, it's unbearable at times to see the double standard and to see the two-tiered justice system and to see emotions in place of fact. And that's really what it comes down to at all times. For an America first patriot believing in the Constitution, I look to facts and it's always an emotional battle on the other side. It's like trying to argue with a kid throwing a tantrum in the grocery store because he wants some $2 toy. And, uh, or these days, thanks to Biden, it'd be a $20 toy. But um, it's like that. And I don't know about you, but I'm getting sick of it. Uh, so here we have Dem, Dem lawmakers vote for leftism and lockstep while Republicans routinely abandon conservatism. Now, wait a minute. So are you saying, Jeff, that 
the Democrats, when they do something that's more and more extreme and they push push us more and more towards communism, that those Republicans that we elect don't do anything about it? Oh, my God. Right? This is a news story. Hello. We knew this a long time ago. We knew that this is a, a uniparty again, that this is all about power and wealth, and they despise the flyover states. And uh, that is you and I. That's the people that really make this country function and the people that made this country successful. And these losers, and not all of them, but these, the losers that are in there that have never held a job in their lives are particularly frustrating. And on both sides of the aisle, and it's time we demand those people that we elect do what they're there for. So don't be shy. Pick up the phone and call members of Congress. Uh, to call your state legislators as well, something that we really need to do. All right, so let's shift to Trump. We have an upcoming SCOTUS deci decision that will seal Trump's fate, and this has to do with the 14th Amendment. And so before the upcoming term, which starts October 2nd, this is the term for SCOTUS, the court assigned John Castro versus Donald Trump to the justices for reference on Wednesday of this week, the matter is anticipated to be resolved on or before October 9th with a conference scheduled for September 26th. As an unlikely contender for the Republican nomination in the upcoming year, Castro filed a petition, and that's aptly named by the way, a petition which the Supreme Court last month requesting an answer on whether the political candidates may contest the eligibility of a fellow nominee from their party based on political competitive injury in the form of uh, diminution of voters. Sorry, I have new glasses that I ordered. <laughs> the lawsuit aims to present the argument that Donald Trump's eligibility to run for the presidency should be challenged in accordance with the Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. This particular clause of the amendment disqualifies persons from holding public office if they have participated in acts of insurrection or rebellion against the United States. Now this guy, it, it, this guy should be booted out on his butt because first of all, there was no insurrection on January 6th. The true insurrection happened during the summer of love and it hap happened uh, uh, against those federal buildings that were lit on fire with, with uh, federal agents and federal employees in it. And uh, that is, that's, that's, an insurrection and that even that isn't uh, doesn't fit the true definition of insurrection uh, because there's no real attempt to overthrow the government and when we when we look at um, the footage which I know people are really uh, trying to get McCarthy to release that footage more and more of that footage and um, so when we look at that, though, we see and we all knew that this is a false flag event and um, that that it's a bunch of BS again. Uh, so then there's uh, this story. Trump reveals what he has planned. So he's not afraid of the lawfare that his opponents are using against him. We know that for a fact. Uh, even as it appears that a group of Marxist usurpers have taken over the entire U.S. judicial system, judicial system, and weaponized the entire third branch of government against the American people. Uh, yes, we've been watching that, and one of the things that we have to 
come to as a population, as an, as patriots, is really to figure out what we do with our judges, because many of them have gone rogue, have gone uh, to the side of emotion. Like I said before, it's emotion versus the rule of law. And we see that the law is not being applied equally. We, we know it. And uh, despite the fact that we know it and we have the proof, it continues. That's the thing that's the biggest um, that's the biggest puzzle to me is, and we deserve it, quite frankly, because we've we've tolerated so much over time, and uh, it's like we all just woke up and realized how bad it really is behind the scenes, and and the cover's been ripped off. All right, so we we have to address that as well. All right, so that's the news for this morning. I will be right back after these messages. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, even though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific. Um, sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. As you all well know, 
Patriots assembled on January 6th at the United States Capitol to peacefully protest a stolen election. Approximately a million liberty-loving Americans stood in unity and exercised their constitutional right to redress their grievances. Historically, the protest took a violent turn when Capitol Police officers started inciting and brutalizing an unarmed crowd, even killing four defenseless American citizens on the steps of our own Capitol. Now over 900 January Sixers and their families have been persecuted by the Biden regime and the FBI violently arrested and abused and tortured in prison. Some spending over 20 months locked away in gulag-like conditions, political prisons inside our very own United States. They're being held without bond, visitations, haircuts, religious services, access to evidence and attorneys, and in many cases, complete solitary confinement. This atrocity highlights the two-tier justice system that villainizes conservative patriots and rewards career criminals. That's why we started the J6 Legal Fund to help retain competent, conservative attorneys for our newest national heroes. J6 Legal Fund was created by J6 political prisoner Jake Lang to ensure full transparency in directing 100% funds to legal costs. Not a single penny is wasted. In the next upcoming months, hundreds of J6 Patriots will be standing trial against the full force of the corrupt Department of Justice and biased DC jury pools. The need for strong legal representation is greater now more than ever. That's where you come in. The J6 families are truly grateful for your generous support. Let's bring our men home. Please donate today whatever God puts on your heart. Go to j6legal.org to make your donation. Thank you and God bless America. Hello America, this is Tanya Joy from the Tanya Joy Show, otherwise known as Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. I am coming to you today with a very exciting announcement. My hit show, The Tanya Joy Show, is getting ready to launch on the nation's newest network, Blessed News. The Lord has opened this amazing door to join with some unbelievable patriots and free speech voices across this country. Tune in. You will see the big name guests that you have come to know and love on our show as we bring you hit stories and expose the deep state's narrative every day. Become part of history and watch us as we make America godly again. All right, I'm waiting for Joe Lombardi to join me here. Um, until he does, I want to, I will get it set up so you will see how this part of it works. So I have um, I have a double in, input here. And I go to the actual meeting and uh, add it to there. And there you go. There I am. And when that when Joe comes in, that'll show Joe instead of me in that second window. And do the same thing for here. And voila, here we are. So, you know, I had mentioned, uh, well, first of all, I really like what Tanya said there when she said, make America godly again. And I really like that. I know that obviously we have the, the Christian bash, bashers, and we'll talk a little bit about that. And um, you know, I do like the fact that "Make America Great Again" is 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 a play off that, obviously. And I think that it's important. I think that the the what's 
missing in our world today, in our country today specifically, is that we don't have that foundational base anymore. At least it's projected out there that we don't have that, that base anymore as far as the Judeo-Christian value set. And when you look at what's happening in our world today and all the evil that's allowed, and it really is allowed, right? I mean, it's, it's something that um, God has given us free will. And if we don't use our free will to do uh, what's right, and it really is a battle. I call it a battle of good versus evil. You can call it a battle of, um, you know, light and darkness. You can call it a battle of right versus wrong. And people say that a lot, that people know, a little child know, knows what's right and what's wrong. And so therefore, certainly adults should know that, and they do. And, you know, I always say that we tolerate behavior from our bureaucrats and our elected officials that we wouldn't tolerate from our children and they they behave like children often and um we have we have the adults that are in the room that step up and tell the truth and then we have those people that just throw the tantrums and everything else so i'd love to know what you think about that and uh i think reagan said it best as far as a political viewpoint goes where he said it's not a battle of left versus right it's a battle of up versus down a battle of up we can decide to go up in in, in greatness in individual freedom and liberty uh in recognizing the individual recognizing the individual and uh, go or go down into what he said was the ash heap of history and that really is the truth and it's what we're facing and the bible obviously prophesized and others have prophesized the apocalypse and why people i think are so sure and I have to say, of course, almost every generation says, oh, my God, things are so bad. We're we're in the end times now. But the difference is, again, that we don't have the same foundational uh, value set that we had in the past. And for the first time in history, we're really looking at global domination, a one world government or a new world order. And we know they have that that's been planned for a long, long time. The new world order has. And I'll have some information in a future episode talking about that specifically and talking about all the people you saw in my meme yesterday of, of JFK um, talking about all the people that um, I'm going to show that quick. So talking about all the people that, you know, really uh, have warned us. And today we're all kind of looked at as if we're nuts. And, you know, that's it's it's, uh, it's it's just our. It's our imagination that things are so bad and that the, the morals are so bad and everything else. Um, I've also wrapped up, uh, well, I'll tell you that in a little bit. So we have uh, Kennedy here. There exists in this country a plot to enslave every man, woman, and child. And uh, then he says that before I leave this high noble office, I intend to expose this plot. So that was seven days before his assassination. And, you know, the difference... Kennedy in the White House uh, at that time, with his viewpoints, a lot of people say that he would be considered a Republican today. He's closer to the Republican values than um, most Republicans are today. So um, my point is that there were a lot of people that were in high positions and a lot of people that you know were were seen as very, very intelligent and um, knowing what they're talking about and a lot those people were warning about this new world order plot 
And um, Joseph McCarthy, who was constantly uh, lied about and uh, and disparaged because he saw what was happening in our country, which is the the uh, the usurpers and the agents of communism working their way into our government. And he, he did something about it. And yes, maybe he did go overboard. Uh, but then again, no, maybe he didn't because here we are. And this has been a, a purposeful and pre-planned effort to take down not only our country, but Western civilization. And of course, we're the big one because we're the, we're the one, we're the country that has the power to, to make the difference and to make sure that uh, freedom and liberty is is available for people and uh, not only in our country but other countries as we did in World War II and World War One, you know and um, World War II in my opinion is is the last year or the last war we really fought war uh, as a nation and everything else after that in my opinion became more of a police action and um, or the the uh, terms of an engagement were so poorly handled by bureaucrats and by the politicians, uh, the president in particular, that, um, you know, we've had, we've had uh, losses. You, you got to call them losses, whether it's Afghanistan or uh, Vietnam or Korea. I mean, those are all examples of um, times that we really didn't fight to win and we just fought to, uh, in my opinion, enrich the military industrial complex that Eisenhower warned us about. So anyway, back to this concept, you know, we have a, a lot of people that were sounding alarm bells about this very situation that we find ourselves in. And uh, I am going to, I'm going to uh, address that in a future episode as well. So I'd like to know your thoughts on all this. And this will tie into the information that I have on the Crusades that I'm going to show you and talk about in uh, in a little bit here, but I'd like to know your opinion on this, and and uh, you can reach me via email at redbloodpatriots at protonmail.com. You can comment, of course, on uh, Blessed News and comment on Rumble, CloudHub, all that, uh, all those locations. Uh, Frank, Frank Speech, uh, you may have noticed I haven't been getting my episodes up there, having a little problem on the tech, uh, the technical side of getting those episodes up. And um, they just really redid their platform. And uh, there's some things to work out on there. But you can still find me on uh, Rumble, CloudHub, of course, Bless News Live, uh, and uh, Ram TV. And uh, Frank's uh, going to be coming in the future. So I uh, appreciate that. And I'm going to take a quick break here and be back right after this. Hey America, Dr. Stella Emanuel here. We just put together the most important part of our emergency preparedness pack. Seven medications, seven prescription medications that you will need in our emergency. We give you prescription for skin infections, respiratory infections, urine infections, intestinal infection, yeast, and nausea. So it covers uh, something like uh, Bactrim, Augmentin, Flagyl, uh, uh, Doxycycline, and it gives you something Zofran for nausea, and it also gives you um, you know, it gives you ZPAC, you know, in case you get all these infections. Why are we doing this? We're doing this because it's an emergency pack. If there's a pandemic, if there's a nuclear attack, if there's a zombie apocalypse, if there's uh, supply chain issues, or you travel to remote areas, or for some reason you get locked in your house, or we get locked out of the system. So you go on our website, drstellamd.com, 
click on the telehealth uh, uh, tab and then go on med emergency medical preparedness. We have that. And then we also have the COVID complete pack that will give you uh, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, butyrosinate, and a handheld nebulizer that you can charge with your power bank. We want you guys to be prepared. Right now they are talking about Malbec coming so being released in a payload in the people that are jabbed. So please get viral immune plus on our marketplace. Just be prepared. And if you go on our website, if you use the promo code right here, you'll get a discount. We, you, you're going to get on our website and we're going to give you all kinds of disclaimers and we're going to ask all kinds of medical information to make sure that we're giving you medications you're not allergic to or something that you can take. So we are going to do this and uh, to help the American people be prepared. Crazy times are coming ahead. Please do not wait till things get bad and you don't know where to turn. And also be prepared with food, water, stock up food, water and everything that you need because crazy times are ahead. Do not be afraid. Be prepared. God bless you. It's me, Wayne Alaroot, otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Alaroot, Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network, live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website blessed.news where you can stream all the shows for free or you can sign up for blessed plus for even more access to raw and unfiltered with me wayne allen root the hardest working man in show business thank you and god bless america steel news will be joining the blessed news network 11 p.m weeknights i'm ann vandersteel and i'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by jake lang doesn't matter if he's behind bars. He's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context what's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family. Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. 
All right, we're back. Just a few other ways that uh, you can help me if you like the content that I provide for you. And, uh, you know, I do, I share with you my opinions and um, I try not to cram my opinions down your throat. And I hope that, uh, that, I, that I come across correctly. But I do appreciate your support. And one of the ways you can support me and support Mike Lindell is using the code TPR at either my store or mypillow.com. Again, TPR, The Patriot Review, TPR. And uh, you can call 800-652-9031 and order there or, of course, go online. So you can check that out. And also buy some Kingdom Fuel and um, some other uh, supplements, lots of other stuff on Sherwood.tv slash TPR. You just saw Dr. Stella Emanuel. I have TPR on her website as well. You order through her and um, use TPR, you get some discounts. Also on uh, my websites, of course, you can just give me a donation or support whatever amount you want. And then uh, on Frank Social, I have a premium offer for three bucks a month. Once you're locked into that price, it's, it's three bucks. So it's the price of a cup of coffee to support me. And um, you know, I haven't, I've, I've poured so much uh, money and time into this channel and into making documentaries that um, it would be greatly appreciated if you could help me out that way. One of the things that I've had on the docket for quite a while is to do a series of uh, online sessions about trafficking and uh, modern day slavery. And just to give you an update on that, we, we had some we have some um, scheduling issues because of some, I guess, would say uh, other uh, other issues that have come up with some of the people that I want to be part of this project. So you can go to America First Productions, America the number one st productions.com, and you can sign up. You know, and then I'll give you plenty of advance notices when the when this is actually going to kick off. And uh, you can check it out under events if you go to AmericaFirstProductions.com. And uh, I tell you what, I have uh, recently just gotten done doing a little bit of investigative work, investigative journalism, if you will, uh, to the extent that I, that I can. And uh, I have a special that I'm going to do for you called My Journey into the Religion of Sex. And, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, a stick in the mud. I mean, I think that, you know, what people do in their bedrooms, their business. But as we all know, the trans agenda and just it's gone, it's gone way past what it should as far as uh, how it affects our kids and how it affects our culture in general. Uh, you look at uh, the religion of sex, I think this is aptly name, named because... As I was talking before about the moral foundation, uh, you know, I, I I don't push my beliefs on on somebody else when it when it comes to you know what happens in in the in the bedroom or even when it comes to politics. I may seem passionate because I am passionate, but the religion of sex is real. If you look at how media has changed, how Hollywood has changed, how how even our younger girls dress these days versus the past. There's no denying that it's gone towards uh, this obsession with with sex, and um, I think it's been very damaging. So this special 
says Paul Harvey's prophetic If I Were the Devil broadcast in 1965 is eerily and unfortunately accurate. And uh, if you haven't heard that, I've, sh I've played that on my show several times. Uh, we are living we are living this today. We're living it today. And everywhere we look, we see our descent into anything goes, into the anything goes abyss. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's coming soon. I'm working on it. But just to give you a little insight into what it's about, um, I went into the whole uh, alternative lifestyle, uh, I guess I would say, the, the social media, the websites, everything else, and... Uh, I ended up ended up getting something, uh, getting con in contact with somebody, and I'll, I'll explain all this to you during this uh, special event in this episode. But um, it was just it just blew my mind, and I think it's going to blow your mind as well. And you know, it's uh, it has it it has to do and it has to change actually. The, the the kids coming across the border, everything that's happening right now with um, with trafficking and with fentanyl and everything else. I mean, it's just a mess, as you know. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. And then also, I've been promising a documentary or at least working uh, on this documentary, and it's, it's, it's been a little bit of a challenge to get this project going, but it will come. It's Children of Tyranny in the War on Parents' Rights. This is something that we're seeing more and more of again, and uh, it would be... It's going to be a good. It's going to be a good documentary. Uh, working with uh, Dr. Moon, who appeared in my documentary "Breaking the Oath." If you haven't seen that yet, you can check it out at America First Productions, and you can get the director's edition there. It's twenty nine ninety nine, but if you use the code America First, America the number one ST, you can get it for nineteen ninety nine instead. You get ten bucks off. And that's greatly appreciated if you do that. So, and one other thing I mentioned, was going to mention is the sponsor, Kirk Elliott. So kirkelliottphd.com slash the Patriot Review. That's my code there. And you get, you know, some good financial advice. You get, uh, you know, buy some physical gold and silver if you are one of those people like I am where you actually want to have it in your hands and not just on paper. Um you know, so, and I wish I could afford more, but I just, I have a little bit of silver and that's about it. So anyway, you can check that out, uh, kirkelliot.com uh, slash the Patriot Review. All right, so I'm going to take a quick break here and then I'm going to wrap things up with the whole segment on um, Christianity and, and the Crusades. We are right back. Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information, and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that, even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. 
Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth in the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fill is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. All right, we're back. Thank you for your patience with me. I don't know what happened with Joe, but obviously there was some kind of um, issue or communication issue. So I will have Joe on in the future, but um, do you remember, uh, so the beginning of the show I was talking about Christianity, and I was talking about how Christianity is under attack today, and uh, it's all over the world, it's not just it's not just the United States, as it's prophesized, you know, the Christians will be persecuted, and, and uh, we've, we've watched in African countries how um, Christians have been slaughtered, basically, and and uh, it doesn't even really echo. It doesn't even really. It's not really even talked about or discussed in the mainstream, lamestream media. And uh, the same thing is happening here. This whole attack of on Christianity is is something that we see almost every day in, in our news stories. And um, so I think that's. I don't know. Could you hear my Alexa in the background? I really should get rid of that, shouldn't I? Uh, it's like I don't. Know. Anyway. So the the thing that uh, is happening in our country, if you look back when Obama was president, do you remember him saying that you know the one of the greatest uh, sounds and most peaceful and, and sounds is the call to prayer uh, in Islam, and he made it a point to attack Christianity and Islamophobia. If you know you were you were chastised for telling the truth about radical Islam. And uh, Islam, like Christianity, I mean, there there are extremes to every group, and the difference is that the Bible and Christian faith went through. We went through in the Christian faith, you know, a, a whole reformation, and Islam has not done that. So the 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 
the Quran and the teachings of Islam is still talk still talks about jihad and uh, killing the infidels and, and everything else. Um, so that is what prompted me to really get uh, Dr. Bill Warner on, and I've had him on I think five times, uh, and I wanted his uh, expert. Uh, voice and opinion on the matter because uh, he's been studying this for a long long time so he put out a, a video that I thought was just extremely extremely effective of ending Obama's argument about Christianity and the Crusades and that Christians should feel uh, I guess humbled and apologetic and uh, he pointed the finger at Christians, you know, as if to say, hey, Christianity is evil, and you guys did this and this and this, even though he sat in that church at, uh, in Chicago for 20 years and listened to the, the just the radical nonsense about America, and uh, obviously it had an impact on him, and he certainly did not show that he believed that America was exceptional, and he did everything he could to put Christianity in a bad light, in my opinion. And uh, you remember the National Prayer Day, and, and uh, I believe that was canceled on more than one occasion with him in the White House. Um, so anyway, I wanted to show you this video on the Crusades, because every time you bring up Christianity, you get hammered with this as being one of the counter-arguments. The church did this, the church did that, and, and uh, while the church did some things, I think that are highly questionable even in our own time uh, versus what the Bible says. The the argument about the Crusades is a ridiculous argument and one that you can fight easily if you know the truth. So I'm going to show you this video and then uh, come back and talk about it after it's done. Whenever you're dealing with an apologist for Islam or even a Muslim and you bring up jihad, almost immediately they kick back to you. Well, what about those terrible crusades? Why, they're the moral justification for jihad. I mean, we're just as bad as they are, so let's not talk about jihad, okay? Let's talk about the crusades. Well, what we'd like to talk about here are facts. And it turns out I sat down and put together some work, and I created a database of some 548 battles that Islam fought jihad battles against classical civilization. This aren't even all the battles. It really doesn't say much about Africa and India, Afghanistan and all that. It's primarily the battles against the classical civilization of Rome and Greece. So 548 battles is a lot and it's too much to even comprehend. So I created something which I call a dynamic battle map in which you have a display of the Mediterranean and a white dot means that this 20 year period that's a new battle. So every time the screen changes, it's 20 year period. They then, the colors white turn to red, so you can see a history. This may seem a little confusing, but I think when you see it, you'll know exactly what I mean. And here it starts. Islam bursts out of the Arabian Peninsula and immediately starts attacking the Middle East. And notice that it doesn't take long until they're crossing the Mediterranean and attacking southern France and Spain. Notice something here. Most people think of Islam, they think of Arabs, they think of Arabs, they think of desert, and yet here we see that Islam is projecting power throughout the Mediterranean. Notice how the little islands of the Mediterranean are getting hammered. 
the navy of Islam would attack coastal towns, kill, rob, rape, and then take slaves. So this whole battle map as it unfolds, you're seeing slaves being taken. Over a million slaves were taken out of Europe into the Islamic world. That's something you don't think about much, but it's absolutely true. There were over 200 battles fought in Spain alone. And we also see, however, on the east coast in Turkey that Islam is trying to break into Europe. Now, what's going to happen is in Spain, this ongoing fight that lasted for 400 years is the Christians are going to push back the Muslims. But now then what has happened over in the east is that Constantinople has fallen and now then Eastern Europe is getting hammered. The Jihad now comes to Eastern Europe. It's pushed out now of Spain. Northern Africa is now completely Islamic. The Middle East is completely Islamic. This is all Jihad, relentless Jihad. And why is it so relentless? Well, Muhammad was relentless in his Jihad. And these people are good students of Islam, and so it's against the Kafir on and on. It was traditional that when the Sultan came to power, the brand new Sultan, he would immediately try to launch new wars because he was going to be noted in his Islamic history as to how well he fought against the Kafir. So that's what the Jihad looked like over that time period, 548 battles. But remember, when you bring up Jihad, people want to bring up the Crusades. So I also prepared a dynamic battle map of all the offensive raids of the Crusaders. Let's watch it and make a comparison. And so it begins. The Crusades enter into Turkey and the Middle East. Battles go on, but aren't there far fewer than you thought there might be? And here we go. The last battles are fought, and that is the end of the Crusades. So now then we can talk about some facts. Yes, there were Crusades, but notice they ended centuries ago, and Jihad is being practiced today. Jihad has been with us for 1,400 years. There is no comparison between Jihad and the Crusades, certainly not a moral comparison. And when you're looking at the Crusades, remember, in one sense, all of the Crusades were defensive wars. Why? Well, as we saw in the first Jihad map, it was Islam that came out of Arabia and conquered the Middle East, a Christian Middle East. And so the Crusaders were trying to free their Christian brothers and sisters from Jihad. So there's no moral comparison at all. The motivation of the Crusaders was to free Christians. The purpose of Jihad is to enslave the Kafir. So the next time you hear somebody talk about all oh, those dreadful Crusades, you've seen some facts about the matter. Why don't you pipe up and tell them you know you don't really know the matter? So when I first saw that, I was, um, I was really amazed at how well that was put together and that's I think nine years old or something like that but um, truth never truth never gets stale so looking at that and the the attacks that uh, Barack Obama levied against Christianity uh, there's obviously no no meat to his argument whatsoever um, and I know the 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 attack from the left on Christianity and the identity they try to place upon us as Christians is one of bigotry, racism, uh, you know, white supremacy. They talk, the political class on the left talk about 
the biggest threat in our country and the bureaucrats talk about the biggest threat in the country being Christians and especially white males. And then the media lapdogs, well, they just they just spew it out, they regurgitate it, and uh, they they're in lockstep saying the same things. So, but way back, you see that the Crusades, when you look at them as um, defensive battles, which is what they were, that uh, you know, it, you notice the period of time, the extremely long period of time, where the the invasion and the jihad went unchecked. And uh, I don't know how patient of people are supposed to be, but I would think that 465, I think is the number, 465 years of jihad versus, you know, <laughs> versus the limited number of battles and the limited time period that you saw the Crusades. I think there certainly was justification for fighting back. And I certainly think that, uh, that the Christians of the time really were turning the other cheek too much. I think the, the pushback should have come much sooner than it did. Um, so there's that. And you look at the Christian church today and it's gone, it's gone so far over to the left that they seem to have, we as Christians, it seem to lose our way, especially in American churches where we have all these things happening in our country. And, you know, the preachers of the pre-revolutionary war period in our countries, well, they were the ones that stood up and, and spoke out about our freedoms and about uh, the direction of the country and the British and why we should uh, rebel against what they were trying to in, enforce and uh, impose upon the people of the day. And today we see our ministers, and, and I hope I'm wrong in your church, but we see our, our ministers, pastors, priests um, joining the woke bandwagon and abandoning their moral value set. And if they don't outright abandon the value set, they still don't, they're still silent. And uh, to me, that silence is being complicit in... Um, the tearing down of our of our moral fabric and and structure of our country and our culture. Uh, I mentioned before on on this show that I uh, was fortunate enough to find several videos. There were three videos that looked at the history of my hometown, and I came from a town, a very small town, uh, three thousand people or four thousand people uh, at the time when I was growing up. So I found these videos on YouTube, and um, they were basically showing life in my hometown, and it was centered around the churches, and it was it was actually shot in, let's say the 1950s, maybe early 60s, um, but it was at the, at the churches primarily, and I think there were I don't know four or five churches at the time. Um, and anyway, so the whole, it looks like the whole town is there. And it shows that church used to be a, a large, more social event in addition to being, you know, a, a worshiping event. There was a lot of, in, a lot of discussion, a lot of interaction between the citizens of my hometown. And they were absolutely packed. And it showed, you know, the church getting out and it showed them uh, interacting. And uh, we have completely lost that today.
largely due to technology, I think, but um, it's also largely due to people um, moving away from the church and the, those traditional values and beliefs. And I think that we have paid a large price for that. And I think that um, that if we look at what's happening in our country, we look at the attack on uh, the father and masculinity and uh, the family and the family structure and the family dynamics uh, and the over-feminization of our children as they're being raised uh, and the lack of discipline, I think, is really showing. We didn't have school shootings when I was a kid or when I was a you know, teen. Uh, and those didn't happen before before the attack on the father. And I really believe that with all my heart. And uh, I think that we're facing these problems that we have today because when you lose your or lose your faith or don't have faith or don't have that moral structure, that foundation, uh, you know, you uh, you then don't believe in a higher God or a, a higher being then you tend to worship yourself. You tend to think only of yourself and you tend to, to be selfish and to look for wealth and to concentrate on, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, drugs, sex, and rock and roll, as the saying goes, you know. Um, so I think that's a large problem and Christianity has been under, under attack now for, for decades and um, we have to push back. And that doesn't mean that uh, we dictate or tell people how to live. It means we push back in in the sense that we want to remember what our founding fathers fought for, and that is for individual freedom and liberty in religion as well. And uh, I think that's extremely important. So that's it for today. I appreciate you sticking by with me. And like I said, we'll figure out what happened with Joe, and we'll get him back on for you in a future episode. So thank you. God bless you. Have an awesome weekend. And I'll see you Monday.